Welcome to Light in the Darkness, a podcast from Vestavi Hills Baptist Church in Birmingham, Alabama. I am Pastor Eric Spivey, and I'm glad you found us. Humans have fought darkness throughout history. Up until 1879, when Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, light came from only one source, fire. For thousands of years, we simply adapted fire technology using different types of oils and lamps to burn longer or cheaper. The desire for light changed the world. After Edison invented the incandescent light bulb, he began building electric power plants to run his new light bulb. All we do with electricity today came because we sought Light in the darkness. Advent arrives in the darkest season of the year. We fill our homes and yards and community with various types of twinkling lights to chase away the darkness. John 1, 4 says, The light comes in the darkness, and the darkness did not overtake it. Jesus comes as light to us, in Advent. Over the next month, let me invite you to explore the light of Christ with us on this podcast. Over the four weeks of Advent, we will seek the lights of hope, peace, joy, and love as we wait for the light of Christ to arrive on Christmas Day. We will release a new podcast episode each Monday. The final episode will drop on Monday, Christmas Day. Each episode includes a scripture reading, a proclamational essay by a sacred partner from here at Vestavia Hills Baptist Church, and a short conversation with the author to get a sense of their experience with the light of Advent. This podcast serves as a companion to a written Advent worship guide. Along with these essays, the worship guide will provide daily worship prompts and an Advent candle lighting litany. Worship prompts are short, action-oriented spiritual practices which allow the week's light to settle into our life. You can find a link to the worship guide on our website, vhbc.com and in the podcast notes. Today, we prepare for the first week of Advent, the light of hope. Jan Doolin writes a wonderful essay. Born in Birmingham, Jan is a retired educator, despite the fact that she never dreamed of being a teacher. She's married with two adult children, and I know from personal experience, Jan is an incredible baker. She makes the most fantastic bread. What I didn't know, though, until recently, is Jan once did voiceovers for phone banking systems around the country. So when you hear her read her essay, you are listening to a professional. Each week, before our authors read their essays, Neely Hewley, another sacred partner of our church, will read our scripture passage. Today, she will read a passage from Hebrews chapter 6, verses 19 through 20. After you hear the scripture passage, you will hear Jan Doolin share a great story of spiritual hope. Enjoy. Enjoy.
Hebrews six nineteen through 20 We have this hope, a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters the inner shrine behind the curtain, where Jesus, a forerunner on our behalf, has entered, having become high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. The Epistle to the Hebrews is not the first place we often turn for Advent readings. There is no mention of Mary, Joseph, the wise men, or a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. However, we do find in this book the definition of what it means to have the anchor of hope in our lives. As Christians, we often confuse hope for wishful thinking. If we hope something will happen, we really have no control over whether it will take place. But our challenge is to remember that hope in the Bible is not like this at all. In the New Testament hope, there is certainty. Hope is what we know to be true. Hebrews tells us our hope is like an anchor. For a ship to survive the turbulent storms, the anchor must be strong, and it must be connected to something that will not move. For this reason, sailors cast their anchor into the waters, trying to grab hold of something that will hold it secure. Verse 20 of our passage refers to Jesus as our forerunner. In antiquity, The Greek harbors were often cut off from the sea by sandbars over which the large ships could not pass until the tide came in. A lighter vessel called a forerunner took the anchor from the ship and went over the sandbar to drop the anchor in the harbor so that when the tide did rise, the ship would find the steadfast stability that it needed. In doing this, The ship was safe from the storm, even though it had to wait before it could enter the harbor. The forerunner carrying the ship's anchor was the pledge that the ship would one day itself enter the harbor when the tide rose. Christ, our forerunner, has carried our anchor over the sandbar into the harbor of safety. When we trust this truth, God enables us to stay calm amid the storms of life. And we rest secure in the fact that ultimately, we will get over the sandbars into the harbor because the anchor has already been placed there. No matter the turbulence we face in our lives, our anchor is steadfast. Let us go forward into this season knowing we worship a faithful God for he gave us his only son as our anchor and our hope to light the way. Jan, I loved your image of Jesus as the forerunner. This idea of of the forerunner carrying the anchor across the sandbar and placing it in the security of the harbor to provide security as um, as in the storms of life. Um, And so I wondered, as you were thinking about that, 
Um, how has your ex- life experiences shaped or formed that idea for you? Where had, did that did, was that something that just kind of came to you, or is that was there something about what what part of your life experience drew you to this passage? I think uh, previously I had been uh, studying and looking at some devotionals, and when this passage popped up, it actually had the word forerunner in it, obviously. Mm. And, you know, at the at that period of time, I thought to myself, the only forerunner I've ever heard of is a car. Right, right. <laughs> and so I started looking up the word forerunner and found with interest mm. the story about what happened in antiquity mm-hmm. uh, with the ships carrying it over the sandbar. And I thought it was such a great likeness of the things that have happened to me uh, along my life. Uh where Christ did carry me over so many sandbars in my life, mm-hmm. and He is the anchor and the stability in my life. Um, I just thought it was a great way to to talk about hope. Yes. That is your hope. Your anchor is your hope. Yeah. Where, um, as you reflect on this idea, the light of hope that this this first Sunday of Advent. Um, where have you experienced God's hope in your life? When, when did God? When have you sort of sensed that God that that experience that anchor that hope provides? I think maybe in order to talk about that as a strength, I have to talk about the weaknesses. Hmm. And I think for me, I am a planner. Right. I want to know ahead of time what's going to happen. I'm a list maker. Mm. I want to check off things on a list. I want to know ahead of time that things are going to be okay. And I want to do everything I can to make certain that that is true, not mm-hmm. only in my own life, but but in the lives of my family mm-hmm. as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But um, I have found that... Uh, God often offers us up wonderful surprises um, and opportunities (laughs) when we don't contaminate or thwart His purposes by Mm. our own ideas. Mm -hmm. And that is a challenge for me. Um, I have to constantly remind myself that God has a better plan he mm-hmm. has a better opportunity. He has a surprise. Mm. Uh, when my daughter was very small, she had a lot of anxiety. And she would often follow me around from room to room going, what if? What if when we go to look at Christmas lights, uh, our house floods? What if, you know, mm-hmm. constantly? Mm-hmm. And I remember trying to reassure her and yet becoming frustrated that I didn't really have the answers that she needed until one day I remember just saying to her out of frustration, Anna, listen to me. You are not in charge. Hear the good news. Mm. You are not in charge. Yeah. And as often as parents, I think those words come back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, in your own experiences. So yeah. God often has to remind me that that is good news, yes. that I am not in charge. What a beautiful description of hope. Mm-hmm. 
I thank you so much for writing for us this year and for getting us started and for um, helping bring us the light of hope this year. Thank you, Jan. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks for listening to our Light in the Darkness podcast. You can find our daily worship prompts in our Light in the Darkness Advent Worship Guide at vhbc.com and in the podcast notes. Finally, here's one invitation. Next Sunday, December the 3rd, the first Sunday of Advent, Vestavia Hills Baptist Church will have a full worship experience. The day will begin at 845 with Bethlehem Morning, a children's experience of Christmas, which will include live animals, my favorite part. Then at 10 a.m., our families and our choir will lead us through a very special Hanging of the Green service. It will include some incredible choral music from our choir. You are welcome to worship with us in person here atop Shades Mountain in Birmingham, Alabama, or online through one of our streaming platforms, our website, our Facebook page, or our YouTube channel. I hope that you will join us. Until next Monday, I am Pastor Eric Spivey. As you discover the light in the darkness this week, may you not forget you are loved. Amen. Amen.